0: Hi, welcome back to the relationship awakening. My name's Bobby Joe, and today I'm actually quite excited to talk about the topic that we're going to be diving into. I popped up a little um, question on my story on Instagram to see if you guys wanted to know more about energy clearing and energy healing, as that's been something. I've been really connecting with in my own journey and have used for some time um, not only for physical health but also in terms of my relationships and clearing blockages. So um it's been like really a time of going deep into that work and I'm I'm still learning and it's it's been a mixture of um opening my channel and receiving that guidance and reconnecting with myself. So like intuitively, we all do know how to heal. We all have access to that energy. And um, it's quite funny with things like Reiki that are um, passed down and it's like you're attuned to Reiki. Like that's one particular form of energy healing. But um, energy healing as a whole, we all have that innate capability and um like to use Reiki as an example like I um have a friend who's a Reiki master and I told her about an experience that I had when my cat Scruffy was very very sick he um we found him like in next door's because it's like a couple of years ago we found him in next door's garden and he um he looked like he was absolutely on death's door. He had hypothermia and um, he, he'd he had an infection that basically come on very suddenly. Like he had no symptoms of it um, when we let him out in the morning. And um, he'd come down with it very suddenly on a cold day. And he was just limp and lifeless. And my mum carries him in and she's like, I think he's dying. And he was so cold and... I held him in my arms and I, I knew a little bit about um, energy healing and I'd received Reiki once. And I know that in order to channel that energy, you need to like connect to the energy of love in your body. And there is no being that I have a purer love for than my cat. So I connected to the energy of the love I have for Scruffy and just channeled this like heat this sensation of heat into my hands and I held him against me and I also sang to him because singing it it emits a physical vibration and um, everything in the universe is is made up of energy and vibrations so I, I held him in my lap as we took him to the vets and they put him on a drip, rehydrated him, warmed him up and when they came back to tell us um what their sort of feedback was, which was, you know, they're going to have to keep him overnight. They said he was so hypothermic, they couldn't even find a temperature. His temperature was literally like ambient temperature. And, um, there was another time that he got sick, I think was about a year after that, when he was bitten by another cat and he got infected by that. And, um, I went in um, to send him healing energy and I'd had a few more experiences of, of playing with that and um, I, I didn't consider myself to be particularly qualified to do that and I was waiting for my friend to wake up because um, we we're in a different time zone so that she could do her thing and send him healing energy as well but I thought in the meantime I'm going to do the best I can. So I sat in meditation and I really visualized him lying in the vets and I sent him like certain colors and certain symbols that would balance him out. He had a fever so I wanted to send him like some cooling energies and my friend messaged me later in the day and was like so when I went in to do my healing on him I saw like these things that I'd placed over him so I was like that is such an incredibly cool confirmation because I hadn't told her that I'd done that at all and I was like wow okay like this really is a thing and I can actually do this and um so that was kind of like a couple of instances that really connected me with how real and visceral energy healing is that it's it's not like this once you felt it in your body um you can't deny the reality of it and um Oh, another experience I actually had, which was really cool. Um, so I've had quite a few like kundalini type experiences, and one of the most intense times that, and I think it was I've had like sort of more casual experiences um, that weren't super intense, but this was the first super intense one. Was um, there was a person that I met several years ago, and. Um, when we were spending time together this first time that we met it was like my whole body was like electrocuted like every cell of mine felt like it was just being bursted with electric energy and it was like so difficult to like sit and just like be present with him and, and connect with him and um super super like intense and I I've I told this person since that, that this happened so we could like laugh about it and I was like was well, you know was that a bit awkward did I like was it obvious that <laughs> something was going on in my energy field because I I didn't really know what was happening to me I just knew that like this intense energy was um going on um and it also I was feeling quite unwell the day before and that actually gave me like um, quite a lift in terms of energy from how unwell I was the day before like I thought I was going to cancel so I've had quite a few experiences that um, either happened to me like unexpectedly or life kind of called upon me and it was like you're gonna need to find this energy within yourself to uh, heal yourself and um there's some more intentional choices that I've also had to just kind of, like, okay, I just want to like work on my energy in a gentle way today and just release things. Um, but it, energy healing is something that you can intentionally go in and explore. And also for some people, it's like you have a spontaneous awakening of that energy awakening within you or having an experience or something like that. So um, either path can happen, kind of like how some people just they're incredibly talented at singing from a young age and then other people they train at at singing and it's like an active process that you um, work on the skill and I truly believe that like everyone is an energy healer and we all have different ways of accessing energy and um, depending on the particular gifts that we have in this lifetime we will have different ways of experiencing it but um in terms of like a practical way of using energy so the the main things that I use energy healing for is to support my health and also to support my relational healing or like my general inner work um, but ultimately it's all happening in my body. So it's all health, like emotional health, spiritual health, relational health, it's all health. And, um, so if you are new to, to this podcast or to me as a human being, I've been, um, battling some, well, battling's not a great word cause I'm not in resistance to it. I'm flowing with it. We're releasing, um, but I have been going through some pretty intense health challenges and at one point I thought I might die so really in a not so great way and I I hadn't been like practicing energy healing on myself um, when this kind of stuff went down um and I used to focus on it more as like a just clearing relational stuff um because my health was doing a lot better and um but i got to a place where actually I, I tried receiving energy healing when I was um at one of my worst and it actually like backfired and um uh, made me worse and I ended up in hospital the next day. So energy healing really is powerful. Um and you that's not to scare anyone off. Like I was in a very, very fragile and delicate way and um but it just goes to show how powerful it is like and also obviously discernment of choosing working with the right person and the right kind of energy so like um for me I've discovered that there's certain modalities of energy healing that my body doesn't really vibe with right now and I'm learning more to connect to my own form of energy healing because that's you know it's custom made for me um but yeah energy healing super powerful um but I started at this point where like my body wasn't even ready to, for like the energy healing and um it's really important to just in the same way as we talk about the nervous system in general um and how we have to take things at a pace that our bodies can handle um and in terms of like say if we're talking about attachment theory like you're not trying to force yourself to like be completely securely attached in like one week like you just take things step at a time. In a way that your body can integrate and it's the same with energy healing is we're going we're going within our bodies and we're finding the parts where energy has gotten stuck Uh, the places where we're holding these dense energies so a book that i really love to draw from is power versus force by dr david hawkins and he came up with this vibrational scale so like a thousand I think is the highest one is like complete enlightenment and then zero is like I think technically it's like death but basically emotions are like ranked on the vibrational scale so you've got lower stuff like shame and grief and anxiety and anger and anger is like a little bit higher than than those um Then you're like you know grief because we're reclaiming our power and we're angry and and then it moves up to like um Acceptance and love and joy and peace. And there's a bunch of emotions that are listed. Um, But ultimately, we want to have a physical vessel that is mostly resonating on the frequencies that are more like the higher ones. We want as much love, joy, peace, those higher frequencies. Because when those frequencies are in our bodies, we're not getting in the way of our body's natural healing mechanisms. We're actually like supporting. body to be able to effortlessly heal from whatever's going on physically to be able to repair our physical tissues move through emotions more easily um, detox from the pollutants that are in our environment more so than they used to be and um, but when we have like trapped energy which um, it can literally solidify so trapped energy is a very it's practical as well. Like trapped energy can be when you get really tense muscles or your heart feels really tight or your throat feels closed. Like that is all trapped energy that has condensed down into physical tension. And the more that the energy kind of condenses down into the physical, um, that tends to manifest as some kind of like dis-ease. And I say that with like a a gap between dis and ease because it doesn't necessarily mean that you're, like, diagnosed with a serious condition, but, um, you might find that you just, you know, fatigue more easily, or you feel stressed more easily, um, or, you know, you, your skin breaks out, or just something goes out of balance. When your energetic body is out of balance, that's going to show up at some point down the road, at whatever points your physical body is, like, weakest so we want to move away from that and move towards vibrancy and health and it's so so valuable at this time like the amounts of pollution and this is something i'm so passionate about because my body has been so sensitive to things like air quality and quality of the water like i i drink kangen water which is amazing amazing water living water it's i genuinely know with every piece of my heart that I would not be able to recover without that water but anyway so uh we have all these pollutants that that are coming at us we have a lot of emotional stresses with the state of the world that people are just moving through so much and there's so much uncertainty in terms of like our futures and that the world is like rewriting itself and So it's such an important time to be aware of the energy that we are holding within our physical vessels and to be intentional about what energy we want to be experiencing and feeling. And um, so we're going into the body and we're finding where there's like density, where there's energy that feels stuck, often when you like tap into it and kind of visualize like if I could give this energy in my body a color often it looks sort of dark or murky when there's stuck energy like when your energy is flowing really well you tend to see like really bright um colors like bright say like bright green or white or maybe like a rainbow of colors but really really vibrant really alive and then the stagnant colors might be like a murky kind of like dirty brown or black or something like that and um so we can feel into where that density is we might visualize it as a color we might feel it we can use whatever sense we feel most connected to so you might you might connect to your body and and tap into that energy in terms of how does that sound like if i could find a sound that represents the energy i'm feeling what sound would my body be making um sometimes words come up if you're someone who's more linguistic and that's the thing for me it's like words and phrases will come up and so we're going into the body and we've been so conditioned to like be in our in our minds in our heads seeing everything through that masculine lens and like actually going into the feminine energy of like feeling your body like have you ever really really felt the aliveness in your body have you felt every part of your body and like allowed yourself to feel it and because we have these so many years of um been living from the mind it it can feel quite uncomfortable to like sit with your body but um in terms of relationships that is ultimately the gift of of being able to self-soothe and go into your body that is like really number one medicines for especially for anxious attachment like being able to actually be with your body and be with yourself it's it can be a very um sensitive journey like if you've never really felt your own energy like you've been so tapped into reading everyone else and seeing how they're feeling just going within it's like wow like there's this whole inner world of my body And there can be like sensations that we are scared to feel. There can be a lot of trapped pain, um, whether that's physical pain or emotional pain. Um, And so working at a pace that your body can handle is, is very important to just begin to connect with your body. And when my physical pain was at its worst, like I could not meditate and feel my body for more than like two minutes at a time. And that was very humbling because I was someone who would meditate for like 45 minutes every day before then. And so just going in and being like, I can only handle two minutes, but being really gracious about that, like two minutes is enough. If that is where your body wants you to start, that there is no reward and no benefit to pushing through. Like the energy body is all about balance and it's feminine it's flow it's it's just connecting to that essence and the energy healing is various ways that we release the trapped energy and we bring in a new energy to or reclaim an energy that maybe we we gave a part of our energy away like it got stuck in a situation in in the past, like we actually sent the energy out of our body and we're reclaiming that frequency back into this space-time. And that might sound like really, really woo-woo, but um, I had this shamanic um, soul retrieval recently with a lovely lady called Shannon. Um, I have linked her quite a lot in my story, but if anyone wants to have her details, please do DM me on Instagram. Um, but anyway, we were working together and I am feeling this, this grounding coming into my body that wasn't there before. And I'm feeling parts of myself, like literally come back, like energies that had literally fleed my body because it didn't feel safe to be in my body. And I'm slowly like reintegrating ways that I gave my energy away or fleed from my body when I was like in so much trauma, it was like soul shock. And we all have these moments where we've, like, essentially sent our energy away in some way. And so we're calling back the wholesome, um, soul-connected energies that are, like, authentically us. A part of us that um, is just, you know, from the heart and soul and is nourishing. So it could be, like, calling back a part of us that's reclaiming our power from when we were, like... In a situation where we were people pleasing and we're just like reclaiming our power um, to honor our own desires and our needs, our feelings. So we have this like shift where we're letting go of the energies that are dense and we are calling in, either calling in something that we. Um, lost of ourselves, or maybe just calling in a completely new energy that we've never connected with in this lifetime. We're like, I want to create something completely new or or change up my life in some way. And it's going to require a different energy to the one that I've been working with. So we're calling in an energy that feels aligned for where we are now. And I personally, um, found it really, really helpful when I had experiences that like connected me with my own guides and um depending on what your experiences some people uh, say that they've connected with uh beings that they would identify as like et beings some people say angels some people just they don't have a particular being it's just an energy that comes through and um it's definitely worth being mindful if you're working through an energy that is like appearing as a um, a being of some kind that is the conduit to be really discerning of like what energy is this being really sending to you because like um entity attacks are a thing and I have experienced them and it can be very very intense um a tip that I have for like starting with um you don't have to like open your channel to that like and, and go in there if you don't feel safe and prepared and um People are often recommended to have someone to kind of like teach them how to discern um, what energies uh, are genuine versus like if there's an entity that actually um, has a lower frequency, but it appears to have a high frequency, but um, it's actually, you know, not. And I find that the more that you've worked on your discernment in like the 3D world, like if, if you can really discern who's trustworthy, who is holding a high vibration in that um in like the 3d world like with your relationships um it's kind of like the same thing in the energy world um that like both support each other uh, but there is no need to like go through a being because ultimately we're all one we're all expressions of consciousness so if you don't feel drawn to that or you don't feel safe with that you can just connect to like the energy of love and feel, feel a moment when you know you're really connected to the energy of love. So for me, a really easy way in is when I had experiences with um, animals. Because we have such like a pure connection with them. We tend not to have much trauma associated with um, a connection with a pet or an animal that we really love. And I just feel into that energy and how pure it is. And that's really the energy that I want to call into my body. And I know that like whatever flavor of healing, like if I'm strengthening a particular organ or I'm clearing out a particular emotion, I know that there will be that core energy within that like particular flavor that is love, that is like peaceful. And I can attune myself and check that that's what, that's the energy I'm, I'm sending or I'm calling in. With whether it feels like there's the same core energy that I get when I'm cuddling my pets or whatever it is for you. It could be your connection with your child or with your spouse or anyone or anything that you know. You just have the most pure loving energy when you connect with that thing. And we're essentially going into the body just really feeling the body and, and hearing the body, letting the body communicate with us. And what's really cool is um something I also do, which is, it's not energy healing, but it is, it is body reconnection, which you can then use as a tool is muscle testing. So your reflexes, like not your reflex, like your, your body is your reflexes. Your body becomes like stronger or weaker, depending on, whether you say a statement that is true to your body or that your body likes or not. So like say for example, um if my body holds an apple or thinks of an apple and apples are healthy and good for my body at that time, my body will actually become stronger and my strength will become stronger. And say if like so a food that doesn't agree with my body is pistachios. So if I was to be like around pistachios or think about pistachios my energy field would actually weaken and if I tested my muscle response, I would have a weaker response and there's certain um, reflexes and um, things that you can do, it's sort of hard to explain it without like showing a video, but you can um, test the strength of your body in various ways to see whether your body likes something or doesn't like it or sees it as true or not true. So Um, If I said my name is Bobby Joe, my energy field would strengthen. If I said my name is Fred, my energy field would weaken because I know that that's not true. Which is like also super cool that like when we lie, it actually weakens us. Like it's not good for us to be out of alignment with our truth. Like that actually weakens the body over time. Like it weakens it acutely, but then over time, like if you don't live in your truth, you're actually weakening your energy field and your physical vitality. So that, that's definitely been motivation for me to live in my truth. So, um, yeah, we, we can get these responses and in, in tons of, um, mm-hmm. energy testing. Um, but we go into the body and we really feel it and connect with it. And we, when you, learn to energy heal yourself like you you deepen like you deepen your intuition for like what your body is actually needing calling for um, and you can just feel into those spaces and start moving the energy and um you can just you sort of you silence the mind this is why like meditation is so valuable before doing any kind of energy healing, so you silence the mind and then you can really hear what the body is asking for. And energy healing can be like spontaneous when you're meditating as well. Like meditation, in a way, it sort of does it in the background to some degree. Um, but um, if you say, for example, we're meditating, people often have spontaneous like bursts of crying or euphoria or something that happen during a meditation. And, and that is your body basically. Energy healing spontaneously without you even going in with like that conscious intention. So it's like technically your your body, your energy is healing you all the time. But if you're holding thoughts that are creating like stress in your body, or you're holding limiting beliefs, then you're you're limiting your body's capacity. And what is also super cool when you realize how like the whole universe is energy is you realize you don't just have access to energy inside of your physical body, like, you can tap into the energies of things outside of your body, so if you feel like, I don't have enough energy to energy heal myself, you can essentially call in that energy, because that energy exists in the quantum field, and you can bring it into your own body, so if you're like, oh, it feels like, I used to think that energy healing was really exhausting, Like, I have to exert this energy to heal myself. It's like, no, no, you don't. Like, that's a complete distortion. You can call upon your higher self or you can call upon beings of genuine love and light. And if you state and fully trust with your intention that you will only be supported by beings that are genuinely loving coming from that frequency and that is your energetic boundary, um, you can call upon that support you can call upon um, whatever kind of energy outside of yourself like um, you might feel a connection to a certain element and feel like that will be really supportive and healing the energy of water for example and you can call upon those energies and and move them through your body and there is like so many different techniques and, and ways to approach this and I'm really playing with it at the moment. It's pretty cool, um, but I have used like some pretty chill um energy techniques in my one-to-one sessions for a while, and um, basically just feeling into the parts of our body that are heavy and allowing ourselves to like relax them. Like if you're feeling tension in your heart, just like, go in for five minutes and release release any tension that you're feeling like notice which parts of your body are trying to speak to you and sometimes we will like feel into a particular organ or part of the body that they the client would notice So it's like um where they feel like they're holding that and i'm like if you could let your organ speak right now like what would it say and often what comes through is they have this like intense anger or grief or some kind of stored emotion from like a particular event or a particular like theme like say um people had controlled them a lot and so there's a lot of anger and reclaiming of their willpower that's coming through a certain part of their body that that wants to be heard and I've seen just such powerful releases happen through that during sessions where it's like we, we would work through this stuff on a, on a verbal level to like really have that foundation, that understanding so that the mind understands what's going on because the mind is very soothed by information. But then we'd actually go into the body and it's when we go into the body and we allow that energy to come out, whether that's like expressing yourself verbally or feeling that parts sort of part of the body and moving sort of energies of light or a certain sound or whatever it is into your body. It's like after that, they'd come back and I'd be like, how are you doing with like this pattern that you'd been struggling with? Like, you know, how's your anxiety been this last week? And I'd be like, it's totally gone. Like, I, I feel like a different person. Like, that's just not a thing in my reality at all. It's just permanently shifted. And um, I remember one of the first uh, clients I ever worked with, I was asking her what she wanted to, like what her intentions were for working with me. And she mentioned that there was this like this like ball of density that she could feel in her body. And she's like, I don't know what it is, but it's this density that, that I really just want to clear and I haven't found anything that clears it. And I said like, um, you know, she brought up certain patterns of, of things she wanted to explore that were more like relationship patterns and stuff. And I'm like, cool, we can work through that. But also like we don't need to know what that density is in your body in order for us to clear it we can just work with that as an energy and we don't even need to have words for it we don't even have need to have a story for it we can just move it through by creating container where we're focusing on energies like love and joy and peace and we're reattuning ourselves to that so like energy healing is it's so cool because people have this intentional image of what energy healing is like it's like someone putting their hands on you and sending energy through your body and that's so powerful but actually we're constantly rebuilding our energy like our energy field is always shifting so like energy healing could actually come from like spending time with the right person like I've had times when um, a symptom of mine will completely shift um, like improve or change depending on like who I'm with and what I've been doing And it's not always things like diet and, and diet is, is important, but like our energy fields are so incredible. And there's just so much that can be changed from changing the way that we move the energies in our body. So yeah, I, I love working with that in sessions and it's, it's really quite simple, like once you are practised at connecting to your body and hearing it, and it's just like deeper layers of hearing because we can be carrying so much stuff that's not even from this lifetime, like we can be holding other people's energies, we can be holding past life energies, we can be holding ancestral trauma, like on a physical level, you know, your DNA and um, is passed from parent to child, and then we have our epigenome, which is um, where it's the what turns the genes on and off so we have like proteins that like bind in, in different formations to turn the gene on or off and our epigenome is controlled by our environment so like say there's like a trauma in your family like two or three generations back that that could have affected the epigenome of your grandma or your great grandma and they could have passed those genes that are on or off down that line and that's expressing yourself something happened something that happened to your lineage could still be happening inside of your body and you could be called in this lifetime to be the healer that releases that heaviness and um like I know people who've had uh, families that have had experiences that are like you know poverty or abuse or something very very traumatic and it didn't happened to them but it happened to uh, someone like a generation or two generations back and they still feel this like deep resonance with that trauma in their family and that can be where not only have they you know they probably heard the stories and connected with that in that way but also they could be holding that energy in their physical vessel and there's also like a, a physical release that um could shift that and um it's it's just so incredible like The energy body—it's so infinite, and I'm—I'm really falling in love with just learning new things about my own energy, and it's really beautiful. But it—it is also very, very simple as well. Like just, it can be as simple as just feeling into your body and finding where there are energies that you no longer want to feel. Um, and when I say no longer want to feel it's like you're ready to feel them to release them so it's not like we bypass them that won't work that will just get you your energy more stuck um, but it's like you you find oh, okay I've got like some anger in my gut and you allow yourself to just feel that anger. And as you allow yourself to feel it and you you go into like deep acceptance of whatever energy is coming up, you're like, okay, it's fine to feel my anger. My anger is valid. I honor you. Thank you for telling me. Thank you for this message that is sitting inside of my body right now. And then you feel it naturally lift because you've loved it and accepted it. Like you can't really do energy work without the acceptance. You, You will just, you know, you'll just get yourself more stuck and probably it will shake up a lot, but you won't really be able to release it it's it's a deep the whole thing is a deep acceptance of everything that your body is communicating with you and thanking your body for bringing you that message it's really beautiful so beautiful um but when you can sit with yourself in that way like say you're having a conflict with your partner if you can just like step away And, like, feel into your energy body and release the anger that you were holding towards them five minutes ago. Just, like, feel that transmuting and and, and turning into acceptance and grace and compassion. Like, you can come back from that conversation and with a completely new energy and have the most healing and connecting conversation it can be just incredibly life-changing. Like even more than just learning some phrases that you could say to help your partner feel safe. And when you say them, obviously you have to feel the energy of them. So even that is a form of like shifting your energy. But there's been like times when I've been in a relationship and, and we've had a disagreement and we'll just like step away, take a time out, like go for a walk or like just meditate together. And I actually made it my rule, like, since I started learning conscious relationship stuff, like, whenever I've had, like, uh, a challenging conversation with someone I'm really close to, um, so long as they'd be open to it, of course, um, but normally, like, a close friend or a partner, I would normally invite them to meditate with me for five minutes before we even have the conversation, so we're, like, really centered in our energy, and rather than kind of our mind racing, we can like hear into our truths and we can also feel into the natural like compassion and understanding that we all have when we feel safe so it is so incredibly healing in our relationships to be able to be in our body and hear those messages and also makes it really helpful to know what our needs are to how to communicate what we actually need if you can hear your body you know when you need space you know when you you cool called to like connect with other people or you know when something doesn't really sit right with you and even if your logical mind is being like you know should I feel this way if you are able to really hear your body your body has the innate wisdom of like I can't remember off the top of my head um how long ago it's thought that uh humans kind of evolved from our ancestors like our, the previous type of ape <laughs> that we came from which is still kind of a, a bit of a mystery but um, however long humanity has been evolving and even beyond that you know, primates have wisdom and connection to their bodies and all living beings have wisdom and connection to their bodies. Um, you know well interesting to say bodies you know you need something to be uh, like a multicellular organism but you get my point you have that ancient wisdom within your body and it's it's mind-blowing really when you think about how disconnected we've come from that and um in the world that we've lived in We, we have this ancient ancient wisdom that has gone through this evolution of thousands and millions of years and if you want to look at like the history of the universe you might even argue that like you know living do we know when the first life appeared on earth or where that came from did it come from another planet was there something you know it's all um very far back that this wisdom has been evolving and if you can hear and trust your body that ancient wisdom you can just come from such a powerful place in your relationships and also obviously honoring your physical body hearing what it wants one of the first kind of ways that I started, um, connecting to my body was, um, through muscle testing. I used to have a kinesiologist, which is a form of muscle testing. And I started to work out what foods resonated with my body and be able to kind of check, does my body want this food at this time or not? Um, and at one point I had a lot of food sensitivities and, um, it became like, um, super challenging to discern because I had so many at one point and I did like seek some additional help for that but I've just become more and more attuned to what my body feels good with um and it's quite funny because I was so with my integrative health practitioner Haley. we were uh, she briefly just went through like if there was any foods I was sensitive to and she came up with like a few But they were all foods that I just intuitively don't like and avoid. Like things like pistachios and then like quinoa. Like a lot of them were like kind of grains and certain nuts and things. And I was like, yeah, I never eat those things. Like I just, I don't feel any attraction to them because my body can just, it's just telling me like, you know, we don't vibe with those foods. We don't want them. We don't crave them. And it's really beautiful when you can live your whole life from hearing that truth inside of your body. Like there is no area of your life that that can't touch and it's it's so transformative so that's like a little introduction to what energy healing is and how actually ultimately everything is energy so um, energy healing is is really all-encompassing i think we're moving in that direction slowly slowly as a uh, as humanity as a species of recognizing energy um, it's started to trickle in with things like uh, meditation um, and mindfulness and yoga being um, offered in, in some schools, which is pretty cool. And um, yeah, there's a lot of things that pure observation and logic cannot tell us because our intuition is so vast and there's like a field of, of knowledge and awareness that is beyond those things other things that we can't you know put in a laboratory and and test or there would be a time delay like i could go and get a food sensitivity test every week and then wait for a month to get the blood results back or i could use my muscle testing and my intuition to actually just hear like what foods does my body want right now and i've had so many like intuitive experiences that have confirmed how the intuition is um connected to like here are some tangible ways that like this is actually true i'm actually receiving a an objective truth that is um being given back to me in the physical world in a really like grounded way and it is a journey to like discern between what's what's anxiety what's like the voice in our head that either is trying to protect us or it's telling us what we want to hear but maybe isn't the truth um going into your body and like just feeling the sensations in your body is a really great place to start to just open up all of your intuitive Mm -hmm. awarenesses I actually received um a specific question on this as well about um I was talking about shielding so protecting your energy not just clearing what's within you but um obviously we don't want to receive certain energies from other people so if you're around someone who's like really angry really negative Or maybe it's actually physical shielding from like um, electromagnetic radiation or something like that. Something that's like physically not good for you. And there are like many techniques and um, I personally, um, I sleep with some, I think it's onyx or like black tourmaline or something. I I sleep with some form of a black crystal by my bed which is like very grounding um which is just like a little hack I don't I don't need that um but it, it connects me to that energy of groundedness and bringing me back into my body um but the main thing that I do is I like create an energetic shield around myself and I have like a particular being that I work with but I I encourage everyone to find if they have like an angel or spirit guide or um, an archetype, um, maybe like an animal archetype that, that is, uh, feels really good to your body, that you can use that. Because um, mine is just what works for me. And I want you to find your own energy, your own frequency. But you also don't need to have that. You can just use like a color or any kind of symbol that like you connect with. And I visualize like a sheet of clear energy, kind of like a sheet of glass, but it's like it's, it's made of like a sort of plasma type flowing material and it's surrounding me in all directions. And then I, I put white light in it. So it's like loving energies can come through. Because they can get through the white light, which is completely pure. And you can use another colour of light that resonates with you. And so it's like loving energies and healing energies can come through, but it's like selectively permeable. The other energies, uh, they, they are not welcome. And they will be transmuted when they reach my shield. On a, a little tip, if you are... Um, intending to shield yourself sometimes people say like return energies to sender but that can actually be quite like a low vibrational thing because if someone's sending you negativity do you really want to send that back to them or do you just want the energy of their negativity to not not affect you but you want it to be transmuted because you want them to be at peace so you just just be like it transmutes off and it becomes a higher frequency it just doesn't touch me I'm not sending it back because I don't want them to suffer if they have so much negativity that they need to send it at me I don't want them to to hold on to that I don't want them to suffer but I'm just not going to receive it so it's just going to transmute off and um kind of like if someone throws a ball at you and you don't catch it you just like step aside and let the ball fall on the floor It will just stop on the ground and it will have no more momentum. So that's what we want to do with negative energy is, so that it has no like just create an energy so that it has no more momentum, and it just releases and disappears and is replaced by an energy that we do want. And um, the shielding thing, it really is powerful. My energy was so sensitive, my worst that like I couldn't be around nearly every person and I found there was like this one friend whose energy I could handle and um, so I started hanging out with her and I was with her one day and then like a couple of people appeared and I start talking to one person appeared first and I was able to hold a conversation for maybe like 10 minutes but I started to feel my energy field was not feeling good Mm -hmm. and this was at a time where I was like struggling to walk sometimes like I'd collapsed quite a lot and there was times when I um I couldn't even like get out of my house or I couldn't couldn't even get to the bathroom which is about like 10 steps so I was in like the the worst way at that point and um so I was starting to feel my energy field was affected by this other person um, and they were talking about, like, kind of relationship stuff, um, and it was obvious that there was some, like, inner work that they hadn't done by the way they were speaking about the way they, they saw relationships, and I was just holding space, like, I was not going into coaching mode, I was just holding space and listening to their experience of reality, which is valid, uh, but then this other person appeared, and their energy field had just, like, so much going on in it, and some, like, denser energies, and I felt like I was going to collapse, I would genuinely, was like, if I stay here, I'm scared I'm not going to be able to walk to the car and get home, I mean, I wasn't driving, so it was like, I wouldn't be able to walk to the car to then be driven home, so I had to step away <laughs> and go and sit um and, and clear my energy, and um through just slowly reconnecting with my body and and grounding reclaiming my energy back and shielding myself um this person has like appeared a few times since like I've just bumped into them and I've been able to hold my shield around me and I still have this awareness that if I just briefly check in like they have not released their stuff they're still holding the same energy I was picking up before but I'm able to be in this bubble where it's, it's, um, it's not like penetrating my, my field in the same way. So it's, it can be immensely, immensely powerful. And especially with all of the energies in the world today, there's a lot of fear and a lot of distortion that some people are carrying. Um, I, I make it a very daily practice that if I'm going to be interacting with anyone that I call upon my shield and I call upon my higher self to shield me as well. Um, so it's not like me exerting an effort to be like, oh, organize my like it's Like it's done. It is done. It is given to me. It is my divine right to be protected from energies that don't serve me. And so it is. And um, when it comes to shielding and clearing, like you can also do physical things like um, water is really good. So if you like take a bath, ideally with like a, uh, a filter as well, because some uh, water can be uh, lots of nasty chemicals that you probably don't want to have on your body. Um, but water can be really helpful or just being in nature, grounding, being barefoot so that the negative ions of the earth can um support you and um there is like science behind you can you can look that up if you want to negative ions and how they affect our health um but really allowing yourself to ground into nature to release the energy that you might have picked up during the day or recently and to release uh, things that you're holding on to and uh, you yeah, shielding you you can have some kind of a crystal or anything with an energy that like feels very protective because it's like the way that you feel about it as well not just the properties of the uh, material but um you can just call upon that energy like that that bubble and really visualize and know that it is so like you absolutely as an energetic being can create that barrier and the more connected to your body you are, the more you will actually feel like there is actually that barrier is, is currently active and you'll start to feel how it feels to be in your body when your shield feels weak uh, and when it feels solid. So then you'll start to know, okay, I think I need to just take time out and just kind of reshield myself because I'm getting a bit wobbly here. Um, so I hope that those tips and explanations have been helpful and informative. It's been really, really fun to talk about something a bit different. And I also yeah, I also use this within my sessions. So if you want to reconnect really deeply to your body whilst we're exploring the inner child healing and the relational skills and the relational healing. I absolutely love this aspect of the work and you can book a session with me if that's up your street. Thank you so much for being here and thank you for choosing healing. I know that ultimately that brings more healing to the world. Your healing supports my energetic healing. And every being's energetic healing. I hope you have a really, really wonderful day. I'm sending you so much love.